dude, I want to be on the forefront of if, if we're going to see like cities have bond issues and cities have water issues and infrastructure like really be tested. Like I'm okay being on like the frontier because that means like we're going to bottom first and I'm going to buy the dip on California. Like <laughs> I want, like I want to be the part like of, like I want to be part of the solution that like has the like has the resources to be the infrastructure like if and when it just like stops working inside of the city the people are crazy out of their minds they ain't got a clue we gone away headed west for montana left family and friends all i got now is you we both got new jobs, a host and a homestead, thinking this was the life, all that there'd be. After our firstborn, you had to stay home. That's when the work got in the way for me. Well, I started farm hop life. We'll come to your farm to help and to me and the family, a truck and an RV, send us a message and there will be. This is the Farm Hop Life podcast, a traveling homestead family. I'm Matt DeRosier. Tonight, my guest is Brian Harrington. He is a Bitcoin activist who lives in the desert of Southern California with his wife, Sharin, and his son, Riot. That's so badass. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Brian and Sharin have been longtime Bitcoiners and they are doing what they can to build a self-sustainable home on a regular suburban sized lot, as well as talk to yeah. people about the crossover between Bitcoin and homesteading. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. That's why yeah. we're here, right? Yes. Yes. Before we jump into it, um, how'd you settle on the name Riot? Yeah. Um, well, we uh, want to be different, like want to be original. Um <laughs> check didn't didn't yeah check check i didn't didn't want to be like so like over the top of just like picking a random word but you know we could have been we that might be what we did um and dude like the times call for it like he's growing up in a world that is different like straight up like and that's a lot of all my thoughts about bitcoin and homesteading and marriage and just politics and just what we're doing here. Like the world is not the same period. And so he deserved a name that is not the same. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Maybe it's like, uh, I didn't know if it was something like it was the first word of like one of your like seed phrases or something like that. <laughs> no, no, nothing like that. No, it just really was like, I wanted something that um, like was powerful because we need it. Gotcha. No, it makes yeah. sense. That's so that's so awesome. I'm not bold enough to uh, to name my kid something outrageous like like that. And and I like short. I just like the short too, like short and punchy. There you go. Both yep. my kids have four letter names, so yep, I get it. Because yeah. I have a long last name. Harrington has ten letters, so I mean, it's got to got to pair with something <laughs> short. There you go. Balance it out. That's yep. true. That's true. So. Um, what came first, homesteading or Bitcoin for you? Yeah, dude, Bitcoin. Like Bitcoin for sure came first. So 
And my wife and I have been doing Bitcoin together since 2015. And then the home setting stuff came later. Like this home that I'm sitting in right now, we've only been here for nine months. And it was the first time we'd ever had a backyard. So like we did the renting thing, like in just regular size apartments for a long time. We had a town home. And then, yeah, a bunch of pieces just fell into place for us to get a home with a backyard for the first time. And that's when I started just being like, kind of the same thing about his name. Like, what else can I, what can we do that's different? It was like, how can I have a backyard that's not just, you know, grass that isn't like giving me, giving our family like an ROI? How do I use the, they're paying for that dirt. What is something else I can do with it? And I just watch YouTube all the time. Like truly the reason why I like, I like participating on this side of the camera on YouTube, but every single day I'm on the other side of the camera on YouTube as well. Like it truly is, where I watch news, like where I watch entertainment, like I appreciate learning from people. And so that's what I'm doing. I'm taking people that are doing stuff smarter than me and figuring out like, which ones can I do right here? No, that makes a lot of sense. And uh, I don't think a lot of people think about the ROI on like their home, like every square mm-hmm. foot that you right. ha- have to pay taxes on, uh, like it mm-hmm. or not, like mm-hmm. it might as well do something for you, but no, let's just dump a bunch of inputs in it and uh, never get anything out of it instead of, yeah, that's a nice lawn. Yep. Like, yep. okay. <laughs> yep. Yep. No, no, dude, that makes total sense. Yeah. And one way where that's immediately like recognizable or where you just immediately have a calculation in, so in California, they require new builds to have solar. So for me, and we bought a new build house. Like, so uh, for me, that decision was just already made. The solar panels were already wrapped into our mortgage. And so it was what it was. But then when you go down the thing of like learning about solar and you realize that like if if you create more surplus than you use, the utility company does not give you the full amount that you would pay for that hour. They give you way less. Like it's not a free market. And so then that's where I layer on like Shrin and I have been mining Bitcoin in our like one bedroom apartment for like years, just off and on. Like we, we would just plug it in in our living room. And so now is the first time that I've been an energy producer too. So like on top of having a backyard, I'm now an energy producer. And so, yeah, I go into um, just a bunch of stuff. That's, that's one tangible place where I see the crossover is home people with homesteads and people that understand um, that they need to be energy producers that Bitcoin mining can like, can monetize their energy in a way that the regular grid can. Yes, dude, that makes a lot of sense. You know, if, um, like what's your, what, what kind of mining rig do you have? And like, yeah. you know, I, I, I barely understand hash power and all that yep. stuff. Um, but let's pretend I know what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. And look, I have the best one for, for people like me and you, an ant miner S9, because it's okay. the, the one that you can get on Craigslist, the one that you can get on eBay. It's not thousands of dollars. It's a few hundred. Like and oh, every time. Yes. And every time I bought one, it's been for a few hundred off Craigslist, like buying anything else. So it doesn't, you're right. It doesn't have to be complicated and you don't have to understand the whole thing. Like we can talk about why, like if I, from a financial standpoint, like that led me to homesteading, but just straight up the technology, it's you, you buy the box and you plug it into your router and you plug it into the wall. And then the one tricky part is you have to find the like IP address of the machine. And that's how you get logged in. That's the only part sure. that's a little bit tricky because you just got to download another plugin and figure out how to do that. But no, like any, anybody can do it. Nice. Yeah. Um, jumping back to homesteading. 
Yeah. I was trying to figure out what you're sitting in front of. Is that a like is yeah. that a water tank? Yeah. Yeah. So this is a twenty five hundred gallon water tank. Oh dude. Nice. This is we start this is we got this in the backyard. Or uh sorry, in the back corner. And it was the first project we did was in the back corner. So Yeah, that makes sense because it'd be a yeah. pain in the butt to have to move it like after you have plants established. Exactly. And like we have a so we have what's called a wet system. And I'm sure so like there's where it comes down into the into the ground and then it runs underground and up into the tank. Okay. And so, so you that got yeah. rain catchment. Yeah, rain catchment. But then I okay. also can fill it up with um with just the hose too. Like I have my own inlet too. So it's just it's uh it's for both rainwater capture, but then also just having gallons on hand. Dude, that's amazing. I I have a I have a like a tweet like drafted right now of about like men- like commenting about California's like water usage. So I was mm-hmm. just there last weekend. Uh, we mm-hmm. went up to visit uh, Sequoia National Park. Awesome, yeah. super yeah. awesome. But man, driving on um, highway I think it's Highway sixty five to get there. Mm-hmm. Like the water is either in a big ditch, uh, like just like a concrete ditch or it just gets dumped down the drain and even like all the orchards to get there like you can see like just straight up bare dirt there ain't nothing but the trees like and so you can see like the little drip line hoses and the water coming off of those trees like on a slope and it just goes right along like the road into a ditch it's like you guys are creating your own water problem (laughs) Mm-hmm. you get, you get everything sure. you deserve you get mm-hmm. absolutely everything don't don't throw it on wood chips don't do nothing just leave it bare dirt run into the wow just I, that blew me away dude so two things on that one my backyard right here i'm kind of i like to say i'm like blurring styles like i want to blur the kind of just like traditional california backyard with like the the outdoor barbecue and just like the very like we're gonna put a pool in that corner and like stuff like that but then i also nice. want to do with the like with permaculture and understanding that like no like mulching matters like how do you actually keep the water that doesn't hit the cistern like in the ground that kind of and it was interesting watching the guys install this concrete because dude over like literally over a quarter of the cost and over half the work was digging ditches that put in drains that took water to the front of the house and i was like guys that's just wild like that's wild that every single house (laughs) for all these things like there it's like, oh, the water is a nuisance. Like for the nine inches it rains a year, we have like the water is a nuisance that we have to be draining right. every single five feet and getting it out of here. And like it's a waste a product. Right. Right. Dude, like, yeah, oh, that blew my mind. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. What a waste. The, and then the second thing about California that I like to tell people is I'm this is this is where the like Bitcoiner comes into, but also the just like optimistic like prepping i'm like and libertarianism or whatever like dude i want to be on the forefront of if if we're gonna see like cities have bond issues and cities have water issues and infrastructure like really be tested like i'm okay being on like the frontier because that means like we're gonna bottom first and i'm gonna buy the dip on california like (laughs) i want like i want to be the part of like I want to be part of the solution that like has the like has the resources to be the infrastructure like if and when it just like stops working. And so 
that's uh yeah that's just what keeps me like optimistic about just california and just about like i i know homestead they like to joke about like oh like hoas are a nuisance or like whatever i have flipped that completely on its head like let's normalize homesteaders being on the hoa and like let's normalize rewriting the like all because they're just rules they're just rules like we can go door to door and be like no chickens make sense like ducks make sense literally for the time period that we're in and just change the rules like there's how many homes are there and if you knock on all of them and talk logically like people will agree with you and so yeah i just think we have an opportunity to do that dude i like your energy not gonna lie um i just don't for me personally I'm glad I'm glad someone's fighting the good fight. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take that away yeah. from you whatsoever. Yeah. Not not for me. I got right. I, I got enough to try to figure out <laughs> on my own before I start knocking knocking on doors just to get chickens, you know? Yep. But yep. dude, I'm not gonna lie, like uh California's pretty beautiful. And if it wasn't California, I'd live there <laughs> probably. Mm-hmm. So uh yeah, it's a pretty sweet place. But yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. Well, you, you, you must, you must just have like the, like a, like bleed for California. Otherwise you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't stay, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's just this mix of like, um, it's just, yeah, it's just good. Like I like, I like being here. And so, and my wife and I, like we both, um, we both work from home, like we both work in tech. And so it's, from a networking perspective, just like being here and her family's here. I, yeah, I just like it. Like my, um, my family is from the Midwest and my family still lives in South Dakota. And so I've like, I've done that thing too. And I actually grew up like, Oh, the majority of my ta- my childhood was like in towns, less than 10,000 people. And so like moving to California is definitely still like new for me. Like I wake up in Southern California and I'm just like surprised that I'm here. Yeah. I mean, um, Sorry, I mean, it's a little. It was I was distracted because like it's getting darker where you yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. And so like all I can basically see is like the top of your head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's better. There you go. Yeah, that's uh, that's funny. Um, because it was the sun was just coming like down behind the mountains um an hour ago for me, and obviously yep. you're an hour behind me, so that it's just doing that now for you. Like, yep. It's weird to see like that that all happened um i just i couldn't do the interview from my desk because like we were this is what we were talking about was all of this like right here so had sure to, just had to sit out in it perfect um so so you wanted to you wanted to produce uh more like make like have a return of surplus or like you yeah. know return on yep. investment for your property. That's how you got into homesteading. Like you just saw it as like, well, I'm paying for this dirt. I might as well use it to get something back out of it. Yeah. It was definitely that. It was like, I want to figure out some sort of ROI on it. And so, um, and I wanted to be like, it definitely is a hobby. Like it's a hobby that's tangential to Bitcoin. Like, so Bitcoin is about separating money and state. Bitcoin's about separating money and state. It's about taking our savings in a way that isn't like the government is not able to debase that anymore. And it's just very like peer to peer. And so I say this thing where it's like farmers markets have like half the battle right, 
But if we're still handing over like paper money that the government is like still debasing, we've, we've only won half the equation. So like what I want to do is I just want to participate in the whole conversation and be a part of helping both sides of the equation. And there's people that are sure. farther along on the food production side than I am. And, and then I can help like explain, you know, what Bitcoin is doing and how to combine that tech with with what that's doing. And so, yeah, it's like a hobby that's tangential. It's wanting to do a return on like the land I already have. Um, my mother-in-law lives with us. And so she is also a great gardener. And so it's a way that I can connect with her. And it's a way that I can nice. begin to like learn from her. And yeah, that's like, that's definitely where it started. And then I also like gardening for me flipped from like, just, I, I don't, I didn't want to think of it anymore. of Just like just growing lettuce. Like, I don't like eating lettuce. Like I don't want to <laughs> eat lettuce. Like how sure. can I, so I, the first thing I grew was like, potatoes in like a container because i'm like i like mashed potatoes like this is like let's like make something you know and so now and then like reading more and more about like building soil and like permaculture and like composting like honestly composting and like doing the solar stuff and doing the water capture stuff that's all more interesting to me than like actual straight up gardening but I, I so I like the infrastructure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I like doing infrastructure. That's the very like type A, like I need a relaxation thing from my like actual job stuff. And so doing that infrastructure stuff, but in a way that like sets her up to like do the growing stuff that she really enjoys. And then, and then I've been finding other things like where, like right now I'm trying, I've gone pretty hard on like fava beans, but so rather than grow, rather than buying like one little packet of seeds and just kind of like feeling real dinky about it. Like I just went and bought like a pound of seeds so that I could just like really go for it. Like if this works, I want to see patches of this stuff. Like I don't just want to see four things or whatever. And so then through that, it's like, it's tackling the first initial things, right? Like where I actually had some like late summer pumpkins that were taking off super, super well, but then they just got hammered by aphids. And so, but that happens, like that happens. And I wasn't, I wasn't on top of it. And so I chopped it all out, but then I was like, all right, this is a bunch of sick stuff for my compost bin. So like now we're like off the races with more stuff on that, you know? And so it's just uh, that type of problem solving is really interesting. And that's literally what I'm in the thick of is just like for the first, this was the first some like summer slash early fall that I had planted things with any semblance of being in the right season at all. <laughs> and so that like that feels good to be like semi-organized no that yeah that uh that is something like hey i you know i i planted something in the right season i'm mm-hmm. my potatoes are doing well too but right. uh, yeah that's so when people are like kind of saying like hey my whatever isn't doing too well like mine sucks too yeah yeah <laughs> instead of being like a whole season behind or Right. Not at all. Right. So um, I saw, are you like cover copying with straw or like what kind of other like methods uh, or techniques you got going on over there? Yeah. So the whole backyard's mulched with just like, it was choppings from these trees back here that I just like, we dumped over here, but then also just like bag mulch from the store. But then yeah, our like my mulch in the actual beds was yeah just a hay bale that i went and bought so that way the beds are mulched with actual hay and yeah there's two beds of cover crops of just mixed stuff that we don't plan on eating just like seeing how it goes and then fava beans everywhere else nice i thought about 
man, I, I can't remember what it was specifically, but the just like planting stuff uh, and then just letting it like cutting the tops off and just like yeah. letting the roots rot in the ground yep. just to, yep. uh, maybe for like erosion control or something like that. But I don't remember what I was going to do with it. I, it was like one of those like wake up at 2 a.m. and have a thought and then like you don't write it down and then you go back to bed. And then I honestly forgot about it until just now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think letting it rot, that's the same thing. That's the same thing I've learned too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's, let's talk about some stuff that worked well. What was, what was like your great crop that you had this year? What'd you take melons. away the best? Melons? Yeah, what kind of melons? Melons for sure. Um, like muskmelon. So we had muskmelon and watermelon. The watermelon never uh, sprouted. The vines looked really good, but never sprouted. Muskmelon gave us like seven to eight solid, solid melons. And the takeaway from that is like, I'm have been trying again, like I just brought up all that infrastructure stuff. Like I've been trying to be like the infrastructure, very like organized guy, very like da 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 da, whatever. She literally just threw them in the ground, like without even telling me. And then it was our best thing ever that like took over the whole yard and looked really awesome. And so oh, that's, that's, an, that's an example of just like, it's good that she just like went for it. And it's like pushing me to like, uh, um, just go just with to, it. Which yeah, just go and probably fail. But mm -hmm. you know, it that's part of it. Yeah. Like, yeah. cool. I'll probably do more melons next year. Right. That works. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. Um, what failed the hardest? um our our other duck we had two we had two in the mail but now we only have one because a raccoon got it oh man so yeah but and that's just an example of something i've realized when you're i i'm sure this happens anywhere but specifically at a home what's interesting is there's a new build lot new built homes all the way around us there's like a service road to our back um and it was just blank dirt and so as soon as we started pouring energy into the yard, energy started coming towards us, birds, bugs, like weeds. It didn't matter. Like, it was just like, as soon as you start giving energy to it and like putting out buckets of water or whatever, like energy starts, just starts coming towards you. And so obviously the biggest thing was, yeah, like watching like raccoons come into our yard and I didn't see it actually take the duck, but we walked, but we did wake up the following night and saw like four in our backyard. And that was the first time we'd ever experienced that. And so, mm. yeah, that, um, that's Wait, the thing that it was actually like hard. a, like you went out and bought like a pair of ducks and, yeah. or the ducks showed up. Yeah, we bought, no, no, we bought the ducks. Yeah, we okay. bought the ducks online gotcha. from a farm, okay, cool. uh, Metzger Farms. Yeah, that's, they're in California. Yeah. 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 Nice. Man, their operation must be huge. Like, have you seen their catalog? They, like, it's insane. Like what you can order from them. They also they also ship their ducks year round. Whereas like the problem with the problem with um tractor supply is that they only they only do their birds like during certain months. Right. Yep. And yep. so that's and what was cool about them. And they're probably not very good at tractor supply. I don't know where they get their stuff from, but it's probably not very good. And you can't set and you can't sex the ducks. Um they let you mm. sex the chickens, but they won't let you on the ducks. Okay, gotcha. Um, I get what you're saying about the, you know, you put energy in and you're getting energy out and it's like, it's such a dumb little thing, but so this year I got 100 yards of wood chips dumped on my property 
And yep. I spread out 75 of them in a space. And the other five is still sitting in a giant pile for later use. And it's, I, we've been, this is like our third year here, I think. Third, mm -hmm. yeah, third year. We, we barely have any trees. Um, it's just a, like a lot of sage and stuff. There is like one small patch of trees, like kind of, you know, let's say 50 yards away from the house. Yeah. We've never seen a chipmunk here until this year. Like, I know it's like a dumb, like, oh, oh right. Chipmunks. They, they are, I always see them running across the, running across that, the, the wood chips that we, that right. we spread out um, for right. like a future, future garden area. And then I think, right. was it this year? I think it was this year. Uh, we also saw a fox for the first time. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Stuff's, stuff's happening here. Bad side though is that last year a mountain lion showed up on our front door, so that was that was cool. Yeah, I guess. Um, yep. Took my shoe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, um, but that comes with and, that comes with anything. So exactly, and and it's one thing to like watch videos about um, like predator proofing your like cage or whatever, um, but it's a whole another thing to like watch hawks like actually set up on your like poles like looking at your house like that's right. completely, that's completely different like you, you can watch the videos but until that's that's actually so to the watching videos point like i would say this especially for people in the southwest as people especially for people in southern california but i'm sure it's relevant anywhere youtube channel called epic homesteading like yes. it's the same guy who runs epic gardening dude, he just, he crushes it. Like, and I wrote him and told him that I'm like, if you, if you just scroll all the way back to the beginning of the channel and watch it, like you're watching like a better version of home and garden TV, it's just like item by item, like infrastructure stuff, but then also just like gardening stuff, just, you know, mulching and like composting stuff. Cause there's, um, it, it's cheese. Like everyone says this, like you can start anywhere with whatever you have. That's literally true. Like that's literally true because it's just about, life is just about collecting skills. It's just about collecting skills. And so watch a video and then go do something about the video, watch a video, then go do something about the video is like what I've been really just trying to do. No, that makes it. Yeah, that's perfect. He's in California also. And yeah. he like turned his, uh, I don't, I don't really keep up to date on like the latest of whatever a lot of people are doing, but from what I saw, like he basically filled his entire, I'm assuming front yard of like raised beds, like yep. the corrugated metal type, you know, they're, yep. that mean, it looks nice. And that each one has like a thing. And he, like, it always talks about like, you know, we got the sun over here. And so you want the smallest plants on this side yep. of the bed. Cause you don't want the taller plants shading them out. And like, oh, okay. Yep. Like, obviously that, well, when you say it like that, like, yeah, that makes sense. But some people might not know that or right. don't think about right. it or the right. it and, just off. And it would just use. be and it would just be such a bummer for that like one variable to then like uh mess up your momentum. And they're like, oh, I suck at this or whatever. But like it's not yeah. it's not like that. Like it's not like that. You have to just be ready for random variables to not work out, but then always have something else to be able to do like with whatever progress you did make. Which is yeah. why like composting and like mulching is so powerful because like you can't mess it up like the like the more dirty and random it is like the better like just roll with right it. yeah it's a mix it's not just right. straight one thing like a like a monocrop one thing i will uh to keep going on the epic gardening guy 
Yeah. His his stuff is like straight knowledge. There is no like it's, it's not like super entertaining. Like there's but it's just straight it's just solid. Yeah. Like it's just good. Yeah. Like like yeah. this is what you need to do. Follow these steps. Yeah. Go do it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um Yeah, I like that. And I like that. Because it helps it become intuitive for you. Like it has to become, it has to become intuitive. People that are really good at just animals and gardening and just understanding nature and just like being self-sufficient, it, it comes with you when the information is in your head and you've applied it. Yes. Um, completely off topic. You, man, I'm trying to remember what you posted on Twitter recently. It was like, Thanks, uh, Jack Spearco and somebody yeah. for what? What was that again? That was for the cover cropping that we just talked about. That was so, for the yeah, cover. Okay. Yeah, and like, uh, yeah, true leaf market. Like you can buy cover crop seeds by the pound, like rather than just buy the one-off packet. Um, nice. And yeah, dude. And Jack's why I got ducks too, other over chickens, because uh, yeah, I don't know. Just saw him on his channel. Saw saw the duck eggs are worth more, and so mm, capitalist and uh wanted to do it (laughs) (laughs) yes uh i assumed that you lived in an hoa so you couldn't have chickens and that but they didn't say anything about ducks uh yeah so it's the kind of thing where this is why i brought up the like door knocking thing like the the city says you can't have them the hoa is that this the hoa is a copy paste like manual from another community and so that sentence is in there but that sentence has nothing to do with where we live. Like I live in a rural area. Like I live in a rural like agriculture area, like, Hmm. um, which is why the town has it already written inside the town codes. So I just like, I'm, I'm just comfortable enough participating in like the messy governance of like humans being neighbors with each other that like, it's guys, like we can do this. We can do this. It's okay. And the times that we're in call for it. So we don't need these copy paste things that aren't relevant to, um, you know, this, like this neighborhood that I'm in. Let's, I know it's not in the notes whatsoever, but let's talk about the times that we're in. Um, Yeah. It's getting weird. And what, I mean, I know we probably listen to at least some of the same podcasts, but um, what is it that you're hearing and what is it that you're seeing? Like, uh, what are we looking at? Yeah. Um, I, so I don't have any like bold predictions about that or any like specific things I think about. I guess it's just that <laughs> clown, clown world, like clown, clown world, world is the, is the thing that I just keep tweeting and reading. Like in absolutely. I, it's great. It's just calm. Like the way that, like Pete leaders in charge of making decisions at multiple levels of government are making decisions don't make any sense. Like, and we've said that for a long time, we've said that and felt that for a long time, but I think just being like, no, for real, like that literally (laughs) doesn't make sense. And we know better and, and, but, but doing that in a way that's like not, they're doing something about it. Like, man, that's why I like Bitcoin so much. And that's why I like homesteading, like as even just at a hobby level, like so much is because it's 
you know how people are like, oh, if you if you work out, you'll feel better. If you work out, you'll feel better. But you can't really know what they mean until you like actually start doing it. To me, that's right. what both those things feel like. Like, sure. dude, I'm not the way that the government handles its money has nothing to do with me anymore. Like literally nothing to do with me anymore. Like the way that they choose to like jack with the electricity rates and jack with the water rates or whatever, like I'm hedging against that. The way that they keep messing with the school system, like dude, like my, like our mother-in-law like lives with us and like we both work from home and we're both like trying to set ourselves up so that like our like kids don't have to go to government schools. Like, all the way from like item by item by item, it's like, how can we be in control of what we're doing so that I don't have to watch the news 24 seven. So like, that's, that's what I mean by that. And, and like, it's kind of water under the bridge now, but the biggest thing that really changed my mind a lot, man, was when, was when the churches shut down, like in 2020, when, when the churches chose to, cause I like, I grew up in the church, man, like, and I've been a Christian my whole life. And when the, when the pastors of these churches and not every church, but for a lot of them, when they chose to put government talking points inside their church email blasts and send that stuff out verbatim, that sure. like, did not make me feel good. That didn't make me feel good at all. And that really changed the, like it, it accelerated it for, it accelerated a lot of things I already like thought and felt, but again, I'm not, I don't just want to be, I, I don't just want to be another like random armchair libertarian like quarterback just like talking about ideas. I'm I'm not talking about ideas. I'm literally being like, this is what my family's doing with what we have available. Yeah, you're you're taking action for your own life instead of letting it happen to you or yeah. whatever. Yeah. No, dude, that's brilliant. Um what if a lot more people did that? Now yeah, what would, I think now what it would look like, you know? Yeah. Even I like one percent. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think definitely. Dude, and that's why in that's why I think it's important. My like one just wish or hope or whatever is to blur a lot of movements together. It has to be this like giant big thing. Like it has to be like it, it that's why I like bitcoin like bitcoin has to affect the financial side like homesteading has to affect the like individual resources side like permaculture and like healing the soil like has to affect it um you know everyone who owns a small business like everyone who owns a business in any capacity like is doing something you know everyone who just is um This is like, like we, I don't want to fight big tech and big government at the same time. I don't want to fight both of them at the same time. They're almost the same at this point. <laughs> yeah. And ideally you don't want to fight anybody, but it's just like, right. it's like, I don't want to, we have to take what's available and create the networks that are available and use tech to like meet people in person and connect with like-minded um, people, but don't. Yeah, don't lump all tech into one basket because I think I think like the silver lining of what has happened is like the work from home stuff, like the work from home stuff that allowed people to like leave the city but keep their tech jobs and like be able to kind of pour economic life like into, you know, restaurants and things like in farmers markets and other places. I think that's positive. So I think we I want to see kind of like the remote like laptop class with like 
everyone who's been like hammering homesteading and hammering livestock and hammering all this stuff for a lot of years, like really get on the same page together. That would be cool. No, I think that that makes sense because you couldn't, it wouldn't be that smart to just put all your eggs in one basket. Like I, I homestead, so I'm okay. Like, okay. But what about like these 12 other things that, Mm -hmm. you know, they got their hooks in you. Like, well, I homestead, so it's okay. Like, no, like, yeah. do you know how to do, like, hard skills? Like, do you know how to plumb or frame a house or, yeah. you know, change your oil or anything? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. like yeah. there's, there's, I mean, there's a lot of areas that I'm weak in, uh, but I hope to change that in the uh, yeah. next, next year or two. Um Yeah. Let's, let, let me put it this way. I'm going to change that in the next year mm-hmm. or two. Mm-hmm. Um, Dude, off of that, when I was growing up, my, my dad is pretty handy. And we would, he would like, he redid our whole basement. One of our houses, he like built this like big retaining wall and redid our backyard. One of our houses. And I like had such a bad attitude, like as a kid, like going to home Depot and I was like doing stuff. Like I didn't, I wasn't able to pair like being a homeowner changed that for me. Like even, yeah. even not even, even not even being a homesteader, like our first townhome changed that for me because like taking out the old fan that had like the broken, like pull cord and putting in a cool remote one, like that felt good, dude. Like that feels good. And so learning how to do that and feeling that happen to like a, real estate that you own feels good and that is what changed it for me so i don't know how i so i'm thinking about that a lot with my kids now of like wanting to it's easy to say this but just like wanting to attach the reason for things like for them and be like this like skills matter and it's not just chores and work are not just chores and work like this is knowing how to do this is good yes 100 percent. like your kids emulate emulate you um i mean it's just like monkey see monkey do and so if they see you out working like that's what they want to do um we're we were putting up a fence two weekends ago I got to get back to it like this weekend. Um, but my, so like I'm, I'm pre-drilling the stuff so it doesn't split. Right. And yep. so my kid, he doesn't like the impact gun cause it makes a lot of noise. He has to cover his ears and stuff, but he picks up the drill and like, he'll just like put the, you know, tip in the dirt and like, you know, yep. pull the trigger and he's like drilling dirt and he's like, yep. Al- like almost drilling, like just the fence rails and everything. And, you know, I, I get the drill back and like the drill bit is like this in the, <laughs> in the chuck. Like, oh, damn it. Well, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to like get mad at him. He's like out right. there, like playing with like power right. tools and stuff. Like I'm not right. going to give him like a circular saw, obviously. And he almost <laughs> uh, put the drill bit like through his shoe while wearing it. So like, you do need to keep an eye on it. Um, yeah, obviously, but you know, just like those, hopefully, that interest in like skills, like. So man, I am like really sure. like falling apart over here uh, with my internet. That sucks. Uh, <laughs> so, what's let let's try to. I'm going to come back to the questions. Uh, that, was, yeah. that was that was that was a good tangent on. <laughs> man, I don't even. Yeah, it's it's hard to come back into it. 
Um, what's been the biggest challenge in homesteading so far? Yeah, probably, probably time. Like I'm very, like, I want to watch it happen fast. I want to watch it happen fast. Uh, but, and what's wild is like watching plants grow, like they actually do move pretty fast. Like once you're kind of in it, like once you're in the routine, it does move fast. Um, but for a long time, like this was just blank with like the wood chips on the ground and just the pile, like they just looked messy. Um, this is the first, like, this is honestly the first week I've felt it very, just like dialed in and looking nice. And so, yeah, I think the. I think the time and like managing, managing different priorities at the same time, probably the hardest part. No, that I, I feel that too. Cause you'll go out, like you get all your stuff planted or, you know, whatnot. And then you monitor it for like a week. Like, well, mm-hmm. nothing's, I, I see right. little sprouts and stuff, <laughs> but that's, that's about it. And then, you know, you get busy with something else and you totally neglect it and you come back yep. and you either have like a whole bunch of dead plants or they're completely wild and yep. like, well, damn it. I, uh, now I need to work a little bit harder to, you know, make this usable or, you know, ah, they're all, they're all alive, but they're yellow and like that right. doesn't look very good. Right. And no, cause it's totally with you. And cause it's 90, like, uh, we have really hot summers. Like it's, it was, um, it was over hundred degrees for like 10 days in a row. It'll be like routinely over 90. Um, and so learning my area and like learning, like, I, I just want stuff that I don't, I don't want to like fight with it. And so we're, I'm in the stage of just like cycling through trying a bunch of things, but having to keep up energy to like try, try different things. Sure. What's the best part about homesteading? The, the best part is when I finally like listed off like all of the item by item, like, like water capture is like up and working. Solar is up and working. The Bitcoin mining is up and working. Like the duck is like two months old. That's up and working. Um, like we had just harvested seven melons and now the like moving into fall cover crop is like working. Um, you know, two and a half garden beds are like full and I have a full thing of like aging compost uh and the grapevine like just hit the uh fence post like after it's been in the ground for like four months so that that feels good like watching multiple plates like spinning at one time feels good that's a funny way to put it uh mm-hmm. but it, that makes sense that makes sense to me because they you got to keep them spinning mm-hmm. uh i mean get the right right momentum and stuff like they'll spin on their own for a while but eventually they're going to start to wobble and, or yeah, it could be any, any number of things, you know, some sort of crazy weather or, you know, no water. (laughs) Right. Right. Uh, So we already got into how you got into like Bitcoin solar mining. Yep. Is it solar Bitcoin mining or is it Bitcoin solar mining? Solar, <laughs> solar Bitcoin I was, mining. I guess you're not. Yeah, you're not mining solar. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're just storing that energy. Um, can you talk a little bit more about the details? Like, so th- is it? Do you even do it for 
for the you know bitcoin that you get or are you just doing it so like it's just not not a waste like it just doesn't yeah. go to waste no perfect so let me just let me give a 30 second on why bitcoin so yes. like bitcoin is like hard capped non-government money like it's money it's money that it's monetary policy is ran by software instead of humans like so in that sense it's like instead of the world trying to measure itself and all of our value with like a rubber band because the dollar is just like this rubber band it's like constantly moving and so it's hard to measure things it's hard to honestly even communicate with each other because we don't know what anything's worth like we honestly don't know what the correct price of anything is supposed to be because the ruler we're using is broken and so bitcoin is attempting to fix that and it's been around for like 13 years and that's what it's attempting to fix and so whatever frustration that people have with just like bitcoin or cryptocurrency or like whatever you just have to recognize that it's a young project but its goal is to unite people underneath like a common measuring stick so another thing that makes it interesting just attaching it to the world of physics and the world of energy like the world runs on energy like bitcoin one way that you could describe it is it's backed by energy like the way every single like every the security of me knowing how much money is on like my address you knowing how much money is on your address them knowing how much money is on their address is secured by like computers and those computers are require electricity to like keep like securing everything so like rather than wells fargo paying for their servers and their infrastructure and all their people and then bank of america paying for their ledger and all that stuff and then both of them having to pay for their like infrastructure and then having to constantly talk to each other and trust each other there's one ledger and rather than bank of america and wells fargo being paid like bitcoin miners are being paid like actual other people on the network are being paid so that's the reason why it's a thing the reason why it's attached to your own like solar is because like i said if my so if like on average my panels create like 20 kilowatts to 20 kilowatt hours a day and if my house only uses 13 kilowatt hours a day then that's seven kilowatt hours a day look i'm gonna blow your mind like this is people will laugh this but it's like do we pay 30 cents a kilowatt hour okay like that's how much it is per kilowatt hour if i buy it from the utility company if they buy it back from me do they pay three and a half cents so they'll pay me three and a half cents for the kilowatt hour that I produce. But if I need one of theirs, I'd pay 30 cents for that one. Okay. So that's rigged. Like that's rigged. And they're the only person I can sell it to. Right. Right. So you can't shop it around. <laughs> right. I can't, I can't put it on eBay and sell it or whatever. I can't send it to someone else with a battery. So Bitcoin mining, it's just a simple computer. Like it's a simple computer. That's like a foot long like inside my garage there's no monitor like you just like plug it in and plug it into the like uh internet and you hook it up to your account at a bitcoin mining pool and like rather than getting paid three and a half cents of fiat from the utility company i just turn it on for seven kilowatt hours a day so I'm, it's not even on all the time it's like i have a box on my panel that says like how much solar is coming in and how much energy my house is using and then I have like a smart PDU that from my computer, I can be like run for seven hours per day, seven kilowatt hours per day. It'll turn on and they'll turn off. So then all of that Bitcoin stacks up in my Bitcoin wallet. So yes, like it's, it's for both. Like is my, it's for, it's for both the like 
Bitcoin that I earn is higher than what the utility company is paying me. And then my bill with the utility company is just break even. So they see I produce 20 and I use 20. And so with them, it's just break even and all my surplus comes back to me in the form of, uh, yeah, Bitcoin. So that's, yeah. And I have, I have uh, videos on my channel that talk about kind of the in-depth math of like how much you can make and stuff like that. Hmm. Nice. I'm, yeah. I'm glad you went into how you did that. I'm like, okay, so how does he get, how does he make sure like he he's only doing like the seven or, you know. Yep. Yep. So, cause your house, cause your house still needs it. And like I said, so during the summer, like we yeah. run the AC a lot. So like we're at 20 and 20 with air conditioning and that's fine because then that's our house is using it. Like we're, we're using it, you know, but then during in the winter we'll, um, you know, run the house for 13, run the minor for seven. And then dude, there's, it's a whole rabbit trail that you can go down because then there's people that live in different climates than we do. And they'll use their S9 to like keep their greenhouse. So then they're reason I it's literally like composting, but for your electricity, or there's just analogies all day that you can make because right. it puts out heat, like it puts out heat. And so you have people that are way more like, dude, you would have a blast with this, like, because you already know how to pull, like pull wires and do all like do all this stuff because there's people that repurpose the heat in tons of different ways. So sure. like, there's yeah, just I've... funny, there's like funny hot tub builds and like all this stuff. I was curious if uh, I was thinking like, could you submerge it in water? Uh, that you, would be wild. So some people, yes, the rather than using a fan to cool the like computer boards, some people do submerge it in oil to like the mineral. The uh, it. Isn't it like mineral yeah. oil because it's non-conductive? I think. I think. I've, yeah, that's I looked at deeper. I, I used to be. Uh, I used to build like my own desktop computers and one of the cool ones was like the, like the fish tank looking ones. So like you'd, you'd have all your components in mineral oil and yep. then you would have like a little bubbler at the bottom to create bubbles to make it look like a fish tank. And you could do like all these little graphics in the back and yep, blah, blah, blah. And yep. it was cool. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, would, would it be possible to do a program? So you already have like the, um, the PDU you said, mm-hmm. I think that's what you called it. The PDU, yep. uh, to have like, okay, energy input from my solar's X house uses Y automatically like do like Z Z would be mm-hmm. like, that's the amount of energy that the Bitcoin miner can use. Like and just yep. do it all automatically. Or do you have to manually do it all the time? um the so the p the the box in my panel is called a sense monitor they have other ones but the brand i use is called sense and the clamps go over the solar and clamps go over how much the house uses and then the pdu is from a company out of san diego called synaxis currently currently i have to like manually look at my average surplus per day and then type that into the like pdu okay yes Yes, it's definitely not that far of a cry be- before the like APIs of both machines talk to each other to where you don't have to do that. It's like I've already talked to I've already talked to the PDU team about that. So, yeah, it's nice. like the the world is moving that direction, dude. Like this is a this is not a random thing that I'm just saying. Like people that buy solar are going to you bitcoin mining containers are going to be on the side of people's houses the same way air conditioners are on the side of people's houses 
Like sure, that yeah. that's going to happen. Because the other thing your audience should know, dude, if they like haven't heard, you should get other people that have gone down the like um flare like flare gas. Like if people have oil wells on their property and they're flaring that gas because it's not economical to cap the gas and sell it to someone, the same thing can happen. You can cap your flare gas on site run it through a generator, turn it into electricity, and then back up a container full of miners and do that right on site. And so this, yeah, like this can work all the way at like my house where I just have like two machines all the way up to like very sophisticated, like full oil, like oil wells are doing this with hundreds of machines. So it's like merging of like electricity priced in Bitcoin mathematically makes like a lot of sense. Right. Um, just to come back to a little piece of, uh, what you said about your setup, uh, you said about the yeah. clamps for those yeah. that don't know, it's like a, basically like a coil or like a wrap of wire around the f- wire feeds that come into your panel. Um, yeah. and that measures the amount of current running like into the panel of your house. And then from the panel, obviously out to your like plugs and switches and stuff. So that's, that's yeah. what he meant by a clamp. Um, I also have funny on that too. I also have another like piece of software I use called a, uh, the one I use is called flume, but it's basically the same thing, but for your water. So you go out to the front of your house and you hmm. wrap that on the front of where your water comes in the house and it tells you how many gallons you're using per day. So that's another hmm. thing about just liking the, it, it's like, if you're going to be self-sufficient, cause I'm also really into like smart home stuff. Like if you're going to be self-sufficient, it starts with like like what measure what you measured gets managed like you have to know like to put the 2500 gallons of like water capture in context i have to know okay my like including the outside garden my house uses about 7500 gallons a month like and so that puts then the 2500 number in context and then that puts the like my water bill is like a hundred dollars a month so that puts that in context um to where and so that's, that's what I like about the electricity. So many people couldn't tell you, you know, how many kilowatt hours like their house uses per day or like how many gallons their house uses per day. And so that helps them. Yeah. No, I think that makes, that makes sense. If nothing else for like, I mean, you should be able to figure it out from your energy bill, how, how many, like your average kilowatt hours a day. They'll, um, yeah. They'll try to hide the ball on your surplus though they'll present it to you really weird. That is true. So like uh, my, my, my rate is like something like six and a half cents a kilowatt hour. And then after a certain amount, it's like seven, seven and a half. Yep. So I don't know. (laughs) Bro, look, so at six and a half, you should like already look into Bitcoin mining. Cause like six and a half, it's not, it's not the best, but it's not the worst. Like it's very, um, like with the, with the few hundred dollar machine, like the S9, like I was telling you, that'll have a hard time breaking even at six and a half cents, but any of the other net, like next up generation ones, they'll, it'll be right there at break even with six and a half cents. Sure. Sure. Maybe. (laughs) Yeah. I got a lot of, I got a lot of other things I got to actually buy first before getting into uh getting into that harder i yep i'm not i'm not discounting it though um no dude 100 100 so 
how does Bitcoin contribute to localism? Mm -hmm. So Bitcoin is like hyper allegiant to the like local individual and hyper allegiant to the like global world at the same time. It's like the best of both worlds because the way, because it contributes to localism because you can fully own your money now. You don't fully own the U.S. dollars in your bank account. You don't fully own the pieces of paper U.S. dollars in your pocket, like because it's still being jacked with by humans running monetary policy. Like Bitcoin is predefined software that has already been set out for the next hundred years, and that's there. And so it's a measuring stick that we can all know. And then at the same time that your yours and mine, like local like American, like economies, small town or whatever can run on Bitcoin while you're doing that, you're lifting the bar for countries like El Salvador, countries like Central Africa Republic that have already adopted Bitcoin as legal tender, like as their legal currency. And so the world is going to become dollarized and then it's going to become Bitcoinized. And by people beginning to move their local localism economy over to Bitcoin, they're like speeding up that transition in a way that's like super positive for the world. One, uh, one thing that is in the news every once in a while is CBDCs. Mm -hmm. And a guy that uh, I've had on the podcast before, he on, on his like you know his TikTok channel, he goes, one thing I could see them doing with the CBDC is, is for them to take off early, is that you put in let's say like one one like dollar, and you get ten or a hundred yep. yep. like digital dollars or something like that, yep. and so it pays for uh, someone to get in early. Yep. Like oh yep. wow. I can get, right. I can get all this like pretty early. And then right. like that, that is, so how would, how do you see Bitcoin fighting the CBDCs? Like, it's just like a privatized yep. version yep. of this awful, awful thing that's yep. coming. Yeah. So CBDC central bank digital currency, like is, is fiat. Like it's still just fiat money that they're choosing the supply of. And it takes it a step further than that in saying, you know, they can turn it on and off. Like the one benefit of like the paper money in your pocket is that there's no like kill switch to it. Like the way there is with the bank account and the way right. that there will even be more so with central bank digital currency. Um, the way like, and, and I agree with him, like that's probably a pretty good assessment of like onboarding of why. And yeah, like they're probably gonna like, pitch this like really good interest rate numbers and so it'll feel like you're like numbers going up when you're like keeping it with them and like it's so feel good or whatever the way that i think that this plays out in localism local economies and and to where people will inherently understand the difference between bitcoin and cbdc is you know that scene in star wars where the pod racer is like broken down and they're having to go buy the new parts and he's like negotiating with the guy and he's like Hey, I have uh, this many Republic credits. And the guy's like, yeah, we don't take Republic credits out here. Like we need money out here. Like we don't take Republic credits. 
that's like that's bitcoin like bitcoin is small business people being like yeah we don't like bro like if you're paying with cbdc like the price is double man like we can't do that here like and so nice. you know gas stations you know gas station pricing where it's like there's a cash price and a credit price actually Dollars. the i've only when i was just in california that's the only time i've ever seen that that is not like yeah. that anywhere yeah. else i've seen no and it was i think i think that's gonna happen like that's yeah. where it, there's a like and i hate saying this is how i'm trying to tweak the language like so it's friendly to business owners it's not a discount for paying with bitcoin like bitcoin is the real price like and for people like mentally it's going to take a long time for us to get away from like saying dollars like how many dollars of this how many dollars of this or whatever yes. so that's not even what i'm saying i'm not saying like price your stuff in bitcoin i'm saying accept remittance of like the payment in bitcoin like so if you're a brewery and like the beers are six dollars then like six dollars is the price and if you're paying with bitcoin the price is six dollars if you're paying with a credit card or with cbdc or with like something else like it's seven dollars like because that's like because because we have to deal with that we have to deal with the middlemen of this other stuff we have to deal with the counterparty risk of this other stuff but if you passing uncensorable bitcoin like to me then you get the real price and so that's what i think is going to as like the usability of bitcoin improves and as we get it into more and more like minds of the people across like local economies that's my like optimistic like take on the way that things will play out it's man it's gonna be wild it's gonna like i i can absolutely see the scenario that you that you just illustrated i can see that happening but to actually live it is going to be something entirely different. You know, like it, it's going to feel so weird. Uh, Definitely. Like how did we get here? Like, right. What are right. we doing? Like we used right. to all just agree that this stupid piece of paper like had value and right. Like because they said it did. Right. Yeah. Well, it's and- going to be nuts. And here's another one way that I try to cut through like the nuts and just try to think about it from like, we grew up with an allegiance to a certain kind of money. And so, and it's honestly the, it's a, so it's a super trippy thing and it's super confusing thing to be like, there's a new money. Like there's a new reserve currency. That's super confusing. And it's still like, it's just wild to think about, but think about like a, like a 13 year old, like turning 13, like 10 years from now, just from scratch. Like rather than their first job, rather than writing down a social security number on a piece of paper and then writing down a checking account and a routing account number and having this like government numbers, like orient to this software, sending this USD to this account. Think about there's going to be like a, like, like a cryptographic ID, like where I scan like this is me or i like show up on video call or whatever like if it's a software job it's a physical job it doesn't matter it's not just about software and computers versus like physical labor it's about still straight up like if i clock in with a different way of explaining this is me who's up for work paired with 
uncensorable Bitcoin, open source software Bitcoin, that's like that person is going to have a different life than we are. The society that runs like that is going to be different than ours is. Like that's where, you know, decentralization is just like kind of a buzzword, but that is different. Like there, that's a very like then private transaction between that, like that person who's doing work and the person who's paying for the work. Yeah, it's going to be, you're, you're kind of blowing my mind a little bit right now. Like it's, it, you get, I can tell you've obviously thought about this a lot. And so to like hear like the concept for the first time, like, man, I'm going to have to like re-listen to this probably two or three times. <laughs> maybe yeah. I'll, maybe I'll get and, it. And that's what I mean about like, I don't want to like, I don't just want to be spouting random like ANCAP thoughts just for the sake of like, <laughs> look, like I read all the books and like I said, the thing or whatever. No, I'm like, I'm literally feel like, like this technology that I've like touched and have like used with the current apps I have on my phone right now. That's what it gives power to. And, and dude, I don't think it's that far away. If they're like, well, the government will never allow it. The government will, bro, like, I'm talking to you over this computer right now without the permission like of anybody. And we just watched like all everything that just happened over the last two years, like there that the apparatus of the people in power is like, sometimes we give it way too much credit. Like we give it way too much credit. That, is that, that apparatus is completely disorganized and it's not like, it, it's just not that powerful. Like it, it sounds cheesy, but just like humans acting on their own incentives combined with how open source like tech and just like stuff is like getting better and better all the time is that's that's what keeps me optimistic and in this like phase of like regular people are going to have regular tools to separate themselves you bring up a good point um about about the apparatus like we we think that they're like you know have this all of this like power and authority when they're super incompetent at and maybe they like don't necessarily have said specific power and authority but because we think that they do we're almost like inherently like giving them permission like oh okay let's just go ahead and make that like allowable that we yep. do have this power and authority that yep you already think and say that we do. So yep. thanks. 100%, 100%. We give up, like we give it up first. We give it up first, 100%. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah, you just almost have to like switch. Like, yeah. I'm wearing Which a is, shift your mindset shirt. It's like, you gotta yes. shift your mindset. Like you don't, like you gotta think like they don't have this power and authority. Like I don't recognize that one. Then like you're you're a perfect example. Like I'm literally taking back all these facets which yep. you used to control me that you no longer do. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, perfect. Um yeah. Let's let's wrap up here. Let um what would you tell people that want to get started in like let's talk about homesteading first. What would you yep. tell people that want to get started? Yeah, I would say mulch your yard. Mulch your yard. Dude, just like if you have a grass patch, just like wood chip it. Literally wood chip it. 
and like start there and start just like all your food scraps just start going and dumping them in the yard like in the pile that's what I, that's what i would say to start um and if you're like or so yeah if you're if you're gardening like if you're if you lean towards gardening at all i would start with that if you lean towards the like t- just like tech or more nerdy like infrastructure stuff then i would say like med- I, I like the software stuff that's like, how much electricity does your house use and how much water does your house use? Because then you can, <laughs> like a whole nother thing that I haven't even gone down because my house couldn't do it, but like gray water capture, don't even mm. do rainwater capture, do gray water capture and like find a way to get your like laundry machine rerouting that water to part of your yard and then mulch that part of your yard and just start building the soil. Um, because then it's going to make whatever planting you do easier. Because I'm not, I, I'm not sure if I can grow anything yet, but I do know that I've like made the like dirt better. That's yeah. That's a good point. We started, we built this house and it was, I didn't, I didn't really think or learn about the gray water aspect until it was like already too late. Like we were way too far into the construction process. Like, oh, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe no, in the next same- one. Yeah, same thing happened to us on the solar. Like, and you realize you realize how much, um, yeah, homes aren't like, or regular designs aren't built for these like kind of next thought out like utility yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, what would you tell people that want to get started in Bitcoin? Yeah, to get started in Bitcoin, if you already have like Cash App on your phone, yes, like Cash App already has Bitcoin in it. So I would tell people like get a dollar of Bitcoin and like be comfortable with holding a second currency on your phone because that's where it starts. Um, if you, and then I would say like my, my DMS are open. A tons of people DMS are open. I would say like, there's a really good book called the Bitcoin standard. I think that one's like still definitely worth reading because it talks about just how Bitcoin could replace central banking. That seems like the Bible of yeah. like Bitcoiners, 100%. like Bitcoin maxis. That seems that one's always the one that's referenced is the Bitcoin standard. I'll have to like get the audiobook or something like that and listen to yep. it. Yep. Yep. 100 percent Um is there any so so Cash App, are you able to I know this is might be like level two stuff. Um are you able to act like transfer uh, your Bitcoin off a cash app to like uh, Exodus wallet or something. Yep. Yeah, you can. Yep. And so the, yeah, the next step would be exactly that buy 10 bucks and then practice withdrawing it. And so, yeah, like if you're, if you already run with Exodus wallet, use that one. Um, there's another one I like using called moon M U U N. There's a wallet I like called Casa wallet C A S A. Um, but yeah, exactly. Because that'll be, cause that's like, that's your first transaction. Right. Gotcha. Cause, um, to get slightly technical, um, cash app is a custodial wallet. I'm assuming. Okay. Cool. Like I have it on my phone and stuff, but, um, okay, cool. I would, I would call it an exchange. Like it's a place where you can swap dollars into Bitcoin. And so, yeah, if you want a like wallet where you have full control of the Bitcoin, um, then yeah, withdraw it to a wallet. Okay, cool. And um, I guess if uh, like, yeah, Brian said uh, he's got he's got his DMs open. You can ask him questions. Yeah. Um, 
I can also help as much as I can. I'm like, Oh, yep. like a lay person, you know, I, I, I ended up moving some money around and now I've got like a decent holding uh, of Bitcoin. I've got two uh, treasure, treasure wallets, yeah. uh, two, two multi-sigs and stuff set up. So I, I kind of, I'm still like dabbling in it um, yep. slowly, slowly, but, but Hey man, I'm glad we could finally connect and uh, yeah. make this happen. This is like, this is a pretty awesome interview. I've never, I haven't done one so Bitcoin like focused, but also yep. obviously like this is like a homesteading podcast. Yep. And so that the two went together like really well. This is really fun. I like yep. this. Yeah, dude. No, thanks for what you're doing. Thanks for connecting people doing this. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. And uh, we'll, we'll definitely keep in touch. I'm, I might ask you some more questions uh, going forward. So yeah. Heck yeah, man. Uh, all right. So. Have a good night, Brian. Thank you. Cool. All right, everyone. Later. What a discussion with Brian. Dude has some serious energy and it definitely rubbed off on me. Wanted to do more on my own homestead and with Bitcoin. Thanks for watching, everyone. Leave a comment, like, subscribe, and most importantly, share this video. You, you can find us on Fountain FM podcast player. We talked about Bitcoin today. You get paid in Satoshis. Little Bitcoins. You'll love it. If you don't, you can send me all your Satoshis. Um... Check us out, farmhoplife.com. You can sign up for our email list or Telegram channel there to be notified when new videos, interviews, and podcasts are available. We are on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, MeWe, and Float. Email me anytime, matt at farmhoplife.com. Uh, check out our 20 by 23 project where we're going to help out 20 homesteads in 2023. To learn more about that, it's farmhoplife.com slash 20x23. And I'm always looking for new people to interview. If you want to come on to talk about homesteading, farming, food security, homeschooling, regenerative agriculture, alternative building methods, or something else, go to farmhoplife.com slash guest. Go feed yourself. Inside of the city, the people are crazy. Out of their minds, they ain't got a clue. We gone away, headed west for Montana. Left family and friends, all I got now is you. We both got new jobs, a host and a homestead, thinking this was the life, all that there'd be. After our firstborn, you had to stay home. That's when the work got in the way for me. Well, I started farm hop life. You'll come to your farm to help and to wander. Me and the family, a truck and an RV, send us a message and.